0: I'm Gina DeRamo. I am the assistant director of nurses here at Cedar Crest. I also handle um, infection control as well. So I'm the infection control preventionist.
1: Within that, is there anything that we should know about like medical terms or people you come across on like a day-to-day basis? Um, Sure.
0: So I also do, you want my, like I have a, a bachelor's of science. You want, like, yeah, yeah. talk a little bit about your background. That's great. Okay. Bachelor of Science um, in Nursing, I received in 2000 2000 from Rhode Island College.
1: And then, Uh, on a day by day basis, who do you work with, like team members or who do you? Sure. So,
0: I'm a part of the administrative team. So, I work with the owner, administrator, director of nurses, um, charge nurses on the floor. We're in charge of the med techs in the building. The CNAs in the building, which is the certified nursing um, assistants as well. Um, we do. I do come in contact with um, family members as well, patients as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I work alongside the social worker, case management. Okay, so, so it sounds like uh, you see a little bit of everything. Multidisciplinary. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, hospice companies as well. <laughs> Uh, so the doctors, it's, it's- <laughs> nurse practitioners, I can go on.
1: <laughs> it's just on and on. So yep. it's very multi multidisciplinary. So day to day, do you kind of walk into work knowing what you're going to come across or is every day kind of like a surprise? Uh,
0: so every, every day, uh, that's what I like about my job is there's no two days alike for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no two days that are alike. you think you're going to go in and have a nice easy day and then you get you know, wrenches uh, thrown in at you from all different angles that we need to uh, a little obstacle course that
1: I need to navigate through for the day. (laughs) Is it like putting out fires?
0: (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Yes. So
1: what what kind of wrenches, if you can talk about those, what kind of wrenches and fires? (laughs)
0: Um, If it's, you know, a staffing issue, if someone calls out for the day, um if we have uh, resident complaints or family complaints trying to navigate through those and kind of i find it challenging because when you have a family member or a resident that's like up here screaming at you i find it challenging to solve the issue and get mm-hmm. them down to here you know what i mean mm-hmm. trying to get them back to being calm and um happy again.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of people skills too, would you say? A
0: lot of, believe it or not, and my coworkers and my family don't believe me, but I used to be a very shy, meek person when I was going through uh, high school and even college. Mm -hmm. And now that I've become who I am today, unfortunately, as you can tell, I like to chat. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've uh, learned to um, open up and be able to use my words, if you will. (laughs) <laughs> to get them calmed down, you know, if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So you mentioned you used to be more of a, a shy, more reserved person. So why don't you tell me a little bit more about yourself and why you got into the career that you did today and sort of ah, your. You're going to like this story. Through. Sure yeah, on. we're going to go way back.
0: <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So as a child, I used to play nurse. I always, it's something that I always wanted to do uh, growing up. I probably was one of those few people. So I went through high school. Uh, I graduated Cranston High School West in 1994. And I probably was one of the minorities back then of actually knowing what I actually wanted to do. So I used to play nurse back at home. I was uh, one of uh, four children. I had three, uh, two, three older siblings. I have two older brothers and an older sister. And when they were sick, I used to deliver their juice and take their temperature <laughs> for my mom. And uh, give them this Tylenol, I used to deliver it to them. So when they were sick in bed, excuse me one second, um, I used to play nurse uh, when I was younger. And it came to fruition after I went to school, became to a nurse and uh, I actually worked here. Um, I went after I graduated in 1994 from Cranston West. I went to Cranston Higher Adult Education and became a CNA while I was mm-hmm. going to nursing school just to make sure that I knew what I wanted to do. Um, and I liked it. So I stayed and that's how I got to Cedar Crest. I came here in 1997. I've been here 24 years. Um, I used to work as a CNA going through nursing school um, on the weekends. And then um, they had offered me a charge nurse position. I had already had three years in. So I took the position. Um, One, I didn't have to work 11 to seven, which most you know, new nurses had to do, and um, I already had three years in, so I became a charge nurse, then a supervisor, um, and then I did case management for nine years, and then two years ago, I actually took the, got promoted again to um, the assistant director of nurses, and then I fell in backwards to infection control as well, so Mm -hmm. right when COVID hit. (laughs)
1: Well, okay. First of all, it sounds like you always knew what you wanted to do. So that's really Mm -hmm. interesting. I think a lot of people think that they know what they want to do and then they start trying it out and they find that they actually, or they don't actually know what they want to do. And then they have to start trying more things. And it's interesting too, that you, you found this job and then you kind of confirmed to yourself that It was, in fact, what you wanted to do. Um, Right when COVID hit, you sort of had this responsibility over infectious diseases. But did anything you found change for you during, I mean, I'm sure a lot changed, but what did you notice was like changing around you for your job as it was happening? Um,
0: So, yeah, so I had to pull myself together, although it was very trying. I will say that, you know, going, it gave me a little PTSD around this year um, because Mm -hmm. we were in it this time last year and we were in the trenches if you will Mm. um we were actually um one of the first facilities in rhode island back in march of last year that had a COVID patient Um, and hence the department of health kind of learned uh their way kind of through us or with us i should say um and november oh gosh i have to say that it's changed um the medical field for sure um, when uh, I was starting to say how uh, when October, November hit, I had a little post-traumatic stress syndrome just going through because we were basically working, you know, seven days a week um, for weeks on end and months on end. I don't think we had taken a, a vacation from like, I want to say August was my last one till like April of of this past year. Um, any time wow. off because you were on call and just trying to help the the, the other call the CNAs, the med techs, because every time we were calling in, if we had a, a, a and it for sure was a team effort. Uh, we had a huge team that helped me along with it. Um, if we had a COVID positive patient, when we were off, we came in to help transfer the patient um, and be there for support for them. Um, because of course, when everybody heard COVID, everybody was running uh, or wanted to run, I should say. Um, and we were actually very lucky. We didn't leave, lose that much staff um, where our family owned a business. Um, so the owner and administrator took very good care of us um, mm-hmm. through all of that. And um, to get through it, we needed to have a huge backing of team members to to survive um, and take care of the patients. So it was sad at the time to see you know patients that were living with us, especially some of them, because we do long-term and short-term. Um, of the long-term care members, uh, residents that had passed away that was with us um, from COVID. So there's a lot of that goes into that that's very um, disheartening, if you will. I think being the first facility in Rhode Island um, actually made us better because we were already pre-masked, like we were already masking when it started. So Mm -hmm. when Rhode Island got, you know, in that March, April, May-ish hit, we kind of were slaves through we didn't have that many. Mm-hmm. Then we really got hit in November when everybody got hit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When it went, went crazy. So out of it, I think it made us a better team.
1: I'm sure you learned a lot about your team. I mean, there's discussions about wearing masks more often in like the winter months, like on well, subways and everything. Lou-
0: flu when since we met we didn't have one case of flu so before you know flu would be here there and everywhere and, and, and a simple mask you know who mm-hmm. knew you know I mean, yeah. it sounds so crazy <laughs> it sounds so crazy but uh <laughs> yeah i mean luckily through it all i'm knock on wood i never got covid um mm-hmm. through the whole you know pandemic if you will um so i was lucky in that sense but um yes for sure you saw who the shining stars were Mm-hmm. who the team truly team players were kind of got it out through it without them for sure it so just it brings tears to my eyes just talking about
1: oh. it <laughs> oh no where were patients transferred to if they tested positive
0: so we had a COVID, a COVID unit um that we had a lot of volunteers that uh volunteered to work that COVID unit um those uh people worked 12 hour shifts so there was a group of nurses and a group of CNAs that stood up to the plate and worked 12 hour shifts for us to cover wow. um, those hours. So- And they uh, were we volunteers? A, no, Well, or, there, there were CNAs that actually volunteered to go into the COVID unit and work it, yes. Okay, wow. Um, and so we had uh, we have six units. So we had a couple of different variations as time went on uh, of which unit it would be, but that same group would move depending on, you know, the census, if you will, how many people were in there. So, Mm -hmm. so, but it it was, it, it worked well. We had a lot of changes that we actually did in house. So, um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So that's kind of how that worked. I'm I'm waiting to see when we grow old and say who lived through it. (laughs) I know. We can write books.
1: So many, so many books. I'm sure. Sure. And I think textbooks as well, people will study about it and look back on it all. But so, um, why don't you walk me through a little bit about your day to day? Like now, like, how did you start, you start your morning today? and
0: Yep. So I'm in, well, right. Happens to be, I'm in charge uh, today because the director of nurses is on vacation this week. So I'm it. um, so (laughs) it changes a little bit of how I, you know, maneuver, but anyway, uh, so I come in, we get um we meet with the charge nurses to get a report from all the units um, and then we meet in a department leader meeting um just to kind of get the information from the units to the administrative staff. and then if anything goes on, nothing crazy happened today, uh, but um, anything that needs to be any fires that need to be put out or anything that needs to be relayed and then um then I'd start you know, I work on infection control or I work on um, Staffing, (laughs) (laughs) multi-task. There's reporting that I have to do for the CDC for infection control that I have to do weekly. Um, There's reporting I need to do for the Department of Health for vaccines. Um, So it's multiple. Oh, and I'm in charge of uh, all the testing for uh, COVID for um, Mm -hmm. the staff as well. So Mm -hmm. I'm in charge of that. Making sure everybody gets tested um testing for residents and then I handle any new hires so we just right before I met with you I was meeting with I do all the um health records if you will for um new employees as well make sure they have all their vaccinations and all that stuff to get them started
1: Mm -hmm. so So it sounds like a lot of your job is making sure like the right people know the right things it's a lot about communication (laughs) and a lot of communication yes yeah staying in constant contact and then hour by hour do things sort of change and you have to regroup
0: <laughs> i mean i'll have my desk phone ringing my my text going off my cell phone ringing you know it's a never-ending battle but and trying to keep my head straight <laughs> okay so i do have a husband his name is dan i have two children i have two boys and i have two pugs uh Aww. as well
1: <laughs> what are the pugs names
0: <laughs> i have uh so my husband's name is Dan. I have two boys, Aiden and Zachary, and I have two
1: pugs, uh, Brody and Preston. Oh, this is a nice note to end things off on. But um, what's your favorite thing about your job? Helping people.
0: Mm. Um, Trying to um, see people when they come in or um, I don't know what the right word is. Um, When you have something that's broken, right, and leaving them all fixed and put together. So mm. having somebody come in and mending them, if you, I don't know how you want to word it, but when somebody comes in, you know, status post-surgery or God forbid they have cancer or, cause we do multitude, the, we're like a little mini hospital, I'll say. The only things we don't do are ventilators and blood transfusions, everything else we handle. And it's us, it's the nurses, the assessment skills that handle the patient's you know, if someone needs an IV, it's us. If somebody needs respiratory, it's us. If someone needs wound care, it's us. Where in the hospital setting, you're calling the IV team, you're calling the respiratory team, you're calling the, you know what I mean? Getting to get that patient healed up and packaged in a nice little bow to send them off home to finish off the recovery.
1: (laughs) That must be helpful for the patient. I mean, I can imagine that instead of many people coming with like different parts of the story you guys sort of have the whole picture the nurses
0: are it because i mean the doctors do come into the building they're not here every day Mm -hmm. you know they come in a few times a week so it's us trying to relay that information um and and me in my position helping the nurses along you know, helping the new grads. And actually, when I was a charge nurse, um, I always used to get the um, end-of-life care um, for some reason. I always ended up with the death and dying piece. And actually, in 2007, I got the Beacon Hospice uh, Nurse of the Year Award. And was it last year? Yeah, last year, I ended up getting the COVID Hero Award as well through... Um, Do you ever hear of triad, Um, but somebody had nominated me, actually one of the nurse practitioners had nominated me for COVID nurse, COVID nurse hero or COVID hero award. I think it was COVID hero award. I think it was, um, which I received as well.
1: It was well-deserved. sounds like you, it's, it's an interesting perspective to help both the patients and also the people helping the patients. You get to kind of grow other nurses' careers and
0: yeah. And oh, I started saying when I was a charge nurse, so the death and dying, hence that. But then I also got a lot of students. So um, teaching became part of my career as well. Um, so I help. Um, we also are a Setting for um, Cranston High School West, their CNA program that they have, the Medical mm-hmm. Pathways program. So I'm involved in that as well as the Genesis program, that is um, uh, like a technical career center that people that speak different languages. Um, they have like CNA programs. They have a uh, cooking, so that when they come out, um, you know, they have a certificate and are able to work in the different in- industries that they feel that they are in- most interested in. Hmm. um so it's older people you know they could be in their 30s they could be in their 20s they can be in their 40s um that go back back um to the schooling plus we we offer they because they train here so we hire all of them that are willing to you know stay on board with us after the training hmm. process so I'm involved <laughs> as well <laughs> <laughs> <What don't you? laughs> I wear multi I wear multi hats Hats, and then when I go home, and I kind of like just veg out, and my husband's talking to me, and I'm zoning out. I can oh, now you understand why? <laughs>